If you've ever felt like you've had dream killers in your life that are holding you back from achieving your goals, this episode is for you. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Leaderful Inc. podcast. This is for those who want to lead big in their lives. And in these unprecedented times, oh my goodness, there's so much to keep track of these days when we want to lead better at work, lead better at home, lead better for our communities. This is the place where we're going to unpack a lot of lessons. I know I've made a ton of mistakes and we're going to be sharing tips and tools that no doubt will help you in so many areas of your life. Today is about dream killers. We all know there are things that throw us off our game. It just takes a little comment, somebody in your ear planting this bug of self-doubt, making you believe that maybe this is not the right plan for me. Maybe that job is too big for me. Maybe I am not experienced enough to go out on my own and start my own business. There's a lot of chatter that can distract us from our goals. But what I have learned is there's one dream killer that trumps them all. And I have a secret. That dream killer is me and that dream killer is you. We are sometimes, actually oftentimes, our own biggest critic and nobody is gonna be as critical of our work as we are of it and we are gonna be the hardest on ourselves. It's so common that we are the ones to stand in our way and be the ones sabotaging ourselves on the road to where we're trying to go. I used to struggle a lot when it came to thinking about creating. I really noticed my self-sabotaging patterns when it came time for me to start creating things, creating a podcast, creating this YouTube channel, starting the businesses I've started in the past. Those are areas where I really found that I was crippled with self-doubt and on every step of the journey, I was finding excuses and finding ways to convince myself that I wasn't good enough to do the thing that I wanted to do. It wasn't until I was really ready to look myself in the eye and really start to address the pattern that I was noticing and the places where it became a self-fulfilling prophecy, the negative self-talk in my own ear telling me the ways that I was not gonna be successful and that I was gonna fail and that where people were gonna laugh at me or criticize me. It held me up for so many years, creating all these amazing things that I've learned so much about myself through the process. I don't want that to be you. So today we're talking about how you can stop being the number one dream killer in your life. Let's talk about how this is showing up first of all. The self-sabotaging shows up as procrastination when you know you should be making time to do those things that you want to do, working on your plans, working on your goals, but you're finding every excuse to watch Netflix a little later, maybe scroll some of those TikTok and IG reels. We convince ourselves that hey, it's not that urgent. I could put it off until tomorrow or another afternoon or next week or next month. The procrastination is really a reflection of how closely we're trying to stay at that baseline where we feel the most comfortable. Procrastination is trying to protect us from being in a period or being in a stage where we feel this discomfort and feel this uncertainty. We all have this baseline when it comes to money, maybe how much money is in your bank account, the baseline of what weight we feel okay to stay at. And the baseline is never the aspirational level. It's not our biggest goal. It's not the stretch number. It's not even a figure we would say, wow, that's where I want to be. But it's 
if I am at this level, I'm gonna be okay. I don't really wanna go lower. Procrastination is trying to keep you at that baseline. Your dreams and your goals and being the leader that you wanna be is gonna require that you push that baseline way up through the roof. There's also a lot of negative self-talk that can be the thing that holds you back. Finding ways to doubt your talent, your capability, your level of experience. Finding ways to discredit why you could be qualified to do exactly what it is that you wanna do. The trickiest part is that negative self-talk can become a self-fulfilling prophecy. What you say is what you believe and what you believe is how you're gonna act. And how you act is gonna be what you say to yourself. Again, it's a cycle, a negative cycle that's feeding into itself without any evidence, might I add. There's also this fear of failure, so common. Why do we fear failure so much? And some of my favorite books that have really shaped me and helped me move past this fear of failure, the number one thing that became true for me is I have attributed how well I do at something with my own self-worth. When I was really focused on that outcome being perfect, being A+, being knocked it out of the park, being perfect score, it feels like a real stretch and challenge to know that you could make an attempt but miss that. Once I started to focus more on the journey of becoming or the journey of stretching into that thing and what I was gonna learn along the way, so much shifted for me. But that fear of failure creeps up on us. Other self-sabotaging behaviors can look like causing an argument for no reason, stirring up conflict in some of your personal and professional relationships, reverting to old patterns, things that you grew out of that are now creeping back into your life. If you want to move on from being the number one dream killer in your own plans, the first step has to be identifying the things that are self-sabotaging behaviors for you. It looks different for everyone. Where is it that you know you're holding yourself back? Where is it that you know you could be spending more time working on your craft, working on that plan for your business, working on skills that you need to master to get that promotion? Are there real barriers in your life or are there barriers that perhaps you place there that are the reason that you're being held back? There are a ton of really great resources about how do we overcome these self-sabotaging behavior. So once we become aware of it, what do we do next? Well, if what we speak into ourselves reflects what we're going to do and how we're going to feel, starting with speaking to ourselves more positively with compassion, like we would a trusted advisor and a friend that we care deeply for. What if we had that same level of compassion for ourselves? Positive affirmations, giving yourself grace, giving yourself space when you're challenged. Those are things that could make a real difference when you think about your own attitude and energy that you wanna to put towards the big thing you're working on. Sometimes self-sabotaging is also because of the overwhelm of this big idea or this big plan or vision that you have. Yes, of course you're gonna be slow to get there if you've got this big idea that you feel like you've gotta hit. It's so overwhelming. Taking time to break that down into smaller projects, into smaller tasks, into daily actions, into new habits is gonna be Another way that you can start to be your own biggest advocate and cheerleader and find ways to encourage yourself along the way. When you're working towards a big goal, there's no doubt it's gonna be a long journey. It's gonna require a lot of stamina and confidence and energy. Your job 
is to manage your energy through the process. Your job is to find reasons why you're going to believe you're going to be successful at that thing. And it starts with the self-talk. It starts with the affirmation. It starts with the words we choose to use when we describe ourselves or talk about ourselves or encourage ourselves along our path. I once went through the exercise of actually writing down some of the things that were running in my mind that perhaps were absolute nonsense, but the beliefs I had about why I wasn't going to succeed. And it was so interesting to me once I had them on the page that I could start to challenge what my limiting beliefs were and actually find new and better evidence as to why I was wrong about those things and why I was actually ready and prepared to actually make progress on the things I wanted to do. Challenging limiting beliefs can be such a clarifying process for you. Get the chatter out of your head and get it onto a page so you can see really clearly. Usually it's nonsense, but it's interesting what happens when you can look that thing in the eye and start to challenge why you know it's not true. It's so important to also surround yourself with positive people. I mentioned that we are our own biggest dream killers. Yes, I want to acknowledge there are people around you that what they say and what they tell you and what they share with you can absolutely throw you off course and be the thing that has your confidence at the bottom of a hole. Surrounding yourself with positive people that are going to affirm you, encourage you, give you space to talk without necessarily sharing their advice if you don't want it. It's nice to just have an ear to be able to share the things that are on your heart and on your mind. If you don't have a community around you that you have somebody you can turn to, to seek that advice, or to again, just be the supportive ear listening to you, there's probably a step there for you after this video to start looking for new communities to connect with that are on a similar mission and that are going to believe what it is that you are trying to do. If you really want to stop being the biggest dream killer in your life, consider the ways that you can be your own biggest cheerleader. How often have you taken a moment to just celebrate your successes, really look back at how much you've grown? When you're in the weeds of it, it can feel really overwhelming and like you're not making progress. But the funny thing that happens when you're looking back at the changes happening over time, it's amazing to know how much we've grown and how much we've accomplished. That's like food and fuel for your goals, energy. It's that belief. When you look back at the data of all that you've accomplished, that's what's gonna give you the fuel to move forward and to start to dream up even bigger goals that you have for yourself. Find the evidence that supports your belief that you really can do the thing that you wanna do. If you don't have a journal already, a journal is a great place to start to write these things down and start to be able to track and see how far you've come. Your dreams are too big and bold and important for you to just leave them hanging and for you to be finding ways to kill them before you've even begun. Stop being your own biggest dream killer. Start believing and thinking of all the ways that your goals and your dreams are possible. You are deserving of them. You are worthy of them and you can do it, but it's gonna be hard. Trade in that self-sabotage for self-confidence. Trade in those critiques for time where you can just celebrate your wins. I'm wishing you all the best on your journey to your big goals and your big dreams. If you enjoyed this episode, I hope you'll tune in for more. Let me know in the comments, what are the dreams that you're working towards right now? See you on the next episode.